the wheel of time turns. In the country of Gildan, four wanderers are blown together by the ice-cold winds of civil war. What hero's journey might the pattern weave on their noble path? Get a load of these ones! <laughs> this is Who's Taking Watch, a show where we play D&D in our favorite worlds to tell some improvised fan fiction. I'm Brad, your DM for this arc set in the world of Robert Jordan's The Wheel of Time. With me is Zach, playing a surly sellsword with questionable social skills. My name is Dirk, son of Nanya, son of business. Michelle, playing Tao, a young boy who's trying to meet up with his literal brothers in arms. Eleven brothers and sisters, I'm very well versed in secrets. Marty as Paige, a charismatic herbalist looking for adventure. You expect me to tell you my life story when I've barely known you three days. And Victor as Lior, an ogier who's just trying to make sense of it all. We did nothing wrong. Really? Um, we killed someone. We? Mm, that's a very generous use of the word we. And yet, our heroes live in dark times. What are we going to do against the army of the Falls Dragon? He'll have nothing to fear from us just so long as he should walk in the light. Tal, get away! Trolloc! And I'll just charge. You just hear like a... Inside of your mind. So you guys are making your way to... This is gonna go so poorly. (laughs) Their path is lined with great triumph. Natural 20. (laughs) Tremendous tragedy. That is a natural 20. Oh, Oh, God. And whatever this is. We don't need certainty. We just need a knight. (laughs) <laughs> friggin' die. <laughs> oh, we're so far off the rails. Yeah. Okay. Let's get back on track as we turn the page and begin the first chapter of Who's Taking Watch? The Dragon's Might. Do you think the Dark One could be watching us? Long ago, the world was at war. But then the ten dragons arrived and changed everything. They brought peace to the world and gave us the gift of magic. Those who can use that magic are called sorcerers. But that is about to change. My name is Nova, and this is the story of how I became the first warlock. Warlock, Episode 8, Battle at the Dorns, Skarn Attacks. Felix stood in shock as they watched the mountain tear apart, rock and debris cascading down the side. I've got to get to the village to warn them, but I won't make it in time. Felix let out a loud whistle, attracting the attention of two hawks. Are there any hawks out there? Beast speak. Felix's legacy allows them to communicate with animals and bestow them with enhanced intelligence and speech. Tarker, I need you to find Zarian and warn him about the landslide. Featherfinch, go tell the students to stay inside the dormitory. I can't just leave Nova like this. Shadow! A large gray wolf leapt into the clearing. He towered over Felix. Keep an eye on Nova. I don't want to leave her alone out here. I'm heading to the village to help. 
Right, I'll stay here till she wakes up. I saw him walking back to the village earlier. I'll catch up with him. I'm counting on you all. Felix dashed down the mountain, weaving through the trees with tremendous speed. Please find Zarian. We need his help right about now. A few minutes prior, back at the dorms, the students were all sitting in the common area, enjoying the warmth of a roaring fire and each other's company. Ah, don't worry, you'll get the hang of it. You should have seen Twinkles after her first day. My lungs feel like they're on fire. Hey, you know, she used to say the exact same thing. Ah, it takes me back. Briar walked over to their table with a large glass of water. Here, Emeka, drink. I'm sure you must have gotten dehydrated out there. Thank you, Briar. Uh... I appreciate it. Well, 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 aren't you being misfriendly tonight? Rumor is you don't usually hang around with the recruits after the day is over. Look, you knucklehead, I'm just trying to be a better influence around here, all right? Don't read into it too much. You also look parched, my love. Would you like me to get you a glass as well? I'd rather drink mop water, you little worm. Ah, I just love it when she berates me. Incredible! What a rare occurrence! Seldom does my quantum calculator show me an outcome of 100% because there are always outlying probabilities, but currently, the chances of Briar being interested in you, Balthazar, are exactly 0%. Zero, are you sure? Wow, your legacy is good, kid. Well, thank you. Now, where is Kira? I have some improvements from today's competition I would like to share with her. I think I saw her going upstairs. She really doesn't like to... Suddenly, the ground shook as the students heard the roar of the explosion. Wait, what the hell was that? An earthquake? Everyone, stay inside. I'm going to find Felix. Briar ran back out into the training field, the full moon lighting her path. Suddenly, a hawk cried above her. Is that Feather? She extended her arm, and Feather perched on top of it. What's wrong? Where's Felix? There's been a landslide. Shadow is with Nova. She fell asleep after training. Felix said, keep the recruits inside. I've got to find Nova. Funny. I was thinking the same thing. Back inside the dorms. Hmm. Mosshead sure has taken a long time. It's not like she can see in the dark. Nova and Felix did go pretty deep into the woods. <sighs> Balthazar, I'm going to go check on Kira. Will you accompany me? Something feels wrong. Uh, sure, sure. Maybe it'll help me take my mind off my broken heart. Ren rolled his eyes. Ah, for Pete's sake, you met her what, like eight hours ago? Look, I'm gonna go out and check on her. We'll meet up later. I'll go with you two to check on Kira. I think if everything's okay, I might call it a night. I'm exhausted. The three headed over to the stairs and slowly crept up to the second level. Hey, why are we walking so slow? You're giving me the creeps. Weren't all these sconces lit when we came downstairs? The three were met with a pitch-black hallway, a sliver of moonlight peering through a cracked door. According to my quantum calculator, there is a 98% chance we are not alone up here. Well, duh. Kira's up here, too. Suddenly, a door opened and a tall figure stepped into the hallway, barely visible in the light. Make that a 100% chance! see us yet. What are we going to do? He could be a lot stronger than us. As long as we aren't spotted, we should be able to regroup with the others and form a plan. A door next to the stairs opened up, flooding the hall with light. Why are 
you three idiots creeping around in the dark? Kira, Kira run! run! But it was too late. The hooded figure was right next to them. No! Stop! Get away, please! I'm begging you! Leave me alone! The figure grabbed Kira's hand and pulled her out of the room. Where's Nova? Ha! You idiot! Walked right into that one! Human puppet! A jolt of energy shot through him, causing him to become perfectly still. So, it's Nova you're after, huh? Another hooded sorcerer leapt out of the darkness, her hands coated in a thick layer of rock, her fists headed straight for Kira. Kira, watch out. But Kira made a few simple gestures with her hand, and the human puppet stepped in front of her, blocking the attack. What are you doing, you idiot? I'm on your side! Not anymore. He's my toy now. And with that, her human puppet gave the hooded sorcerer a swift kick to the stomach, sending her flying to the ground. Are you three actually going to do anything? No, um, well, it it looked like you had it handled just fine. We need to get back to the others. It appears we're under attack on multiple fronts. We need to get everyone outside. It's too dangerous inside, and these pawns could be lurking around every corner. Well, um, you lead the way. Ugh, you wimp. Come on. Back outside, Briar was face to face with the masked sorcerer, Scarn. Hello, Briar. I've heard so much about you. If you're anything like your mother, I have a formidable sorcerer on my hands, don't I? I'm nothing like her. A vine erupted from the ground directly at Scarn, but it stopped right in front of him as he waved his hand as if striking an invisible wall. Ha, you certainly aren't. What the hell was that? I didn't seem cast any spells. Tell me where Nova is, child. No one needs to get hurt. What do you want with her? That's none of your concern. I've sent my warriors inside to find her, but I have a feeling she's not there. Where is she? Feather, go find Ren. Right. Be careful, Briar. But she's nearby, isn't she? Scarn placed his hands on the ground for a moment. Briar put up her hands, preparing to defend herself. Hmm. I don't sense her movement. She must be hiding. You're not going to help me, are you? Briar could just barely make out the figures emerging from the woods surrounding the field as dozens of hooded sorcerers approached her. Warriors, deal with her. I'm going to keep searching. Cole, you're in charge. One of the hooded sorcerers stepped forward and pulled down his cowl. He revealed himself to be a fire genasi, with a birthmark that spread from his neck up to his cheek. Yeah, yeah, you got it, boss. This is gonna be fun. His muted gray eyes locked onto Briar. Scarn turned and began to walk away into the woods behind the dorms as the warriors began to descend on Briar. They began launching low-level spells and cantrips at Briar, some attacking hand-to-hand. Briar was holding her own with her legacy using her vines to dodge and whip the opponents away from her. But suddenly, a firebolt hit Briar in the back, knocking the wind out of her. Briar was barely standing as they lunged towards her, her hands unable to summon her vines fast enough. Is that it? I expected more from you. You have such a reputation, but it turns out you're just nothing. Warriors, end this. Damn, I can barely move. Shocking steps. A lightning-fast Ren zipped between each of the warriors attacking Briar. As he attacked each one of them, electricity erupted out of his feet, which launched him to the next assailant. 
In two seconds, he had knocked down almost a dozen goons with a loud thunderclap. Ren! Ha! And now we're even. These chumps giving you trouble? I thought groups were your specialty, Mosshead. There are too many of them. Well, you know I like a challenge, but I think you might actually be right on this one. And right now I can only use my shocking steps once a day. You must be Ren. I've heard you're pretty good. Ha! Pretty good is an understatement compared to you nobodies. You've been fighting the lowest levels so far. Let's see how you do against a real threat. You look like the perfect chump for me to finally test out how much this ring can do. Let's see what you got. Ren began throwing a volley of punches and kicks at Cole, with Cole on the defense, blocking every punch and kick thrown his way. <laughs> Hope these blocks of yours hold up. I'm not gonna stop attacking you until you're flat on the ground. You call these attacks? Oh, I was just feeling out your strength. Let's see if you can actually handle me adding my legacy to the mix. Icicle heel! Ren gave a powerful kick right towards Cole's chest, forcing him to cross block with both arms. Ha! Gotcha! Ren immediately spun around with his other leg aimed right at Cole's stomach. Just as he was about to connect, Cole vanished. Wait, what? Before Ren even had time to think, a punch struck him in the back. That ring really doesn't help you that much, does it? Ugh! How the hell did he do that? He didn't use any gestures or incantations, so I guess it's gotta be his legacy. Wanna try again? Alright, wise guy. You've earned my attention. Ren flew at Cole again, this time even faster. Ren kicked straight up, breaking Cole's block. He immediately grabbed his arms and pulled himself in for a headbutt. Let's see you get away this time! But as soon as Ren was about to connect, Cole vanished, this time right above Ren, kicking him in the back of the head, sending Ren flying to the ground. This got boring. I'm done with you now. Just as Cole was about to strike him again, a vine wrapped around Ren's leg, pulling him to safety. Oh no, you're not getting away from me. As Cole turned to give chase, a wall of smoke blocked his path. Next to Briar now stood Kira, Emeka, Xander, and Balthazar. The recruits watched from a distance, just outside the dorms. Briar's vine reeled Ren back to the group, behind the fog wall. Oh my darling, you look hurt. Do you need healing? Ren stood up, dusting himself off. Nah, I think I'm okay. That kick was a surprise for sure, but there's nothing I can't manage. Ren gave Balthazar a wry smile. I wasn't talking to you, you clown! Are you both alright? I'm okay. I just needed a second. Are you sure you're okay, Ren? Yeah, yeah, I'm alright. That bastard just got a few lucky shots in. He's a lot more slippery than he looks. Oh, um, also, who the hell is this guy? My puppet. Don't worry. He'll only attack who I make him. It's really creepy. Ren, it appears that right before he struck you, he instantaneously dodged your attack. He is either incredibly fast, or he is using some kind of teleportation legacy. Well, I'd hurry up and think of something fast, because my smokescreen is not going to last much longer in this wind. Ren, I think I have a plan. Let's attack him together. Here's what we should do. <laughs> Take as much time as you need. Everyone, stay back. They're mine. The hooded sorcerers all moved back to the edge of the field to watch the fight. As the smoke vanished, Xander extended a hand to help up Ren. <laughs> I like your style, short stuff. All right, we'll give your way a shot. Trust me, this will certainly work. Two of you? Huh. I think I'll be able to handle that. 
Xander ran towards Cole, striking at him with precision. Let's movement. go, Ren. Ren simply ran alongside, watching the two of them. This kid isn't too bad. What is Ren up to? Hey, don't write me off that quickly. Take this! After multiple carefully placed attacks, Xander placed his foot on Cole's knee and launched himself into a flip over him. As he was airborne, he wound up for a kick to Cole's head. Ren, now! Just as Xander was about to land his blow, Ren threw a punch into the air a few feet away, aiming at nothing. Suddenly, just as Xander was about to strike Cole, he vanished and reappeared right into the path of Ren's attack. Frozen fist! The punch landed squarely on Cole's jaw, sending him flying backwards. Ha! Excellent work, Ren! <laughs> Not too shabby yourself. <laughs> Looks like my hypothesis was correct! My theory is as follows. His legacy allows him to avoid attacks, but it only seems to work if he is about to be struck, almost like a defense mechanism. It also appears to only transplant him somewhere close to his attacker. With those facts, I believe his legacy is some sort of counterattack, allowing him to quickstep any attacker and strike them down with surprise. All right, yeah, that makes sense, but if that's true, we're in serious trouble. How am I supposed to clobber this guy if he has a guaranteed dodge? <laughs> Worry not. As is often the case with one-trick ponies, his greatest asset is also going to become his greatest weakness. I'm going to lead the assault this time, and when it looks like I'm about to land a heavy blow, that's when I want you, Ren, to run in and attack me with full force! Wait, what? Did I miss something? <laughs> you might have missed it, but I didn't. When hot hair over there blips out of the way, I'll already be headed straight for him. He's gonna dodge right into my fist. Precisely! Damn it! Ren was dead on! Did they really figure it out that fast? Cole didn't even have time to stand up before Xander was right above him, his fist heading right for his gut. You brats! Flicker! Cole teleported behind Xander for his counterattack, but his side was met with Ren's foot. Ah! I can't believe some one-trick pony like you gave me all this trouble. I can't take too many more hits like that. Forget dodging them. I'll just take the little twerp's attack. He can't be as strong as Ren. Cole braced himself as Xander came flying towards him with another high-speed kick. Bring it then, you shrimp. <laughs> Bad move. As Xander's foot collided, Cole was sent flying back across the field. I hope you weren't thinking my attacks would be easier to take than Ren's. I may not be as flashy, but I still pack a wallop. The two began a relentless attack on Cole, barely giving him time to react. Whether he tried to dodge or block, Cole was being juggled between the two fighters. Uh, I need to take out one of them and retreat. I'll deal with Ren first. Level two enchantment, hold person. Ren's body suddenly seized up, locking him in place as Cole dashed backwards away from Xander. You won't get away that easily! Magic Missile! Three glowing darts shot out of Xander's hand towards Cole, who was now 50 feet away from them. A magic missile attack? Damn, he knows these never miss. It's fine, Ren is still bound, and that pipsqueak is too far away for a counterattack. I'll just flicker to safety. As the missile struck Cole, he was instantly moved to the left of where he was standing, right into the heel of Xander's foot. What? How did he... <laughs> Ren gave it to me right before we attacked. Xander was sparkling with electricity, the magic ring on his finger glowing bright yellow. <laughs> it's over for you. With that hit, 
Cole's concentration broke, freeing Ren. As Cole stood, he began to sway on his feet, his breathing heavy. The two students, however, looked as they were just getting warmed up, sporting a wicked grin. Cole took one more angry breath and collapsed on the ground, unconscious. As their leader hit the dirt, the rest of the watching warriors charged in to avenge their fallen comrade. <gasps> My legs! I can barely move! My body isn't conditioned for that amount of speed. I, I think I move too fast. Short stuff, get out of there! Do something! My vines won't move fast enough! Now's our chance! Everyone, do your best! Indy's voice infused the recruits with energy as a sudden wave of confidence filled their minds. They launched a barrage of spells towards the attacking warrior, slowing them down. As the enchantment ended on Ren, he ran up to grab Xander before dashing back to the group. Ha! Thanks for the energy boost, kid. We can take the rest from here. Wow! My voice of empowerment has never worked that well. Nice work, Indy. Come on, let's show these recruits what Oakvale sorcerers can do. Hey, Ten Gold says I take out more of these guys than you. <laughs> You're on, meathead. Back at the village, just before the explosion, Rick and Zarian walked the empty streets on their way back to the dorm. Sure, she might be the daughter of a famous sorcerer, but why would an ex want her? What's so special about Nova? She's stronger than she seems, and someone knows that. They want her for something. Could it be him? Well, I can't wait to meet her. She sounds like an absolute blast. If you know what I mean. You know, <laughs> get it? Her, her astral blast? Oh, I got it. Good, I know my humor can go a little over your head sometimes. Just making sure you get it, Zarian. The same massive explosion echoed out down the mountain. What the hell was that? Wait here. Zarian snapped his fingers and teleported to the top of a tree in the center of town. I can't quite make it out, but it looks like something is moving. And it's headed this way. Zarian! Taka, Felix's hawk, flew down and landed next to Zarian. Taka! Where's Felix? What's going on? The mountain is coming down. It's headed this way. Felix is coming. We have to get as many people as we can to safety. See if you can find anyone still outside. Rick and I will handle the homes. I'll send them in the direction. Zarian teleported back down to Rick. What's the plan? We save everyone we can. Get the villagers and bring them to the center of town. How about a little friendly challenge? I'll wager I can bring more townsfolk to the square than you. This really isn't... But Rick was already gone, his incredible speed propelling him inside the door of the first house, up the stairs, and back down with two people in just a few seconds. What are you waiting for? Huh? I better get to work. He pushed off the house, bounced off the next, and dropped them off in the square. The pair barely able to realize what just happened. Sorry about the whiplash. Name's Rick Rivers. Stay here. Zarian snapped his fingers as he looked up to the next house, grabbing the sleepy occupants one by one and teleporting them to the square. Now there's your competitive spirit. Let's do this! While the two of them handled the village, the young sorcerers were holding their own against the warriors, with class red and blue leading the way. Vine Vine! Taser Grip! Human Puppets! Fatal Fog! And with a final charge, the recruits drove off the last of the warriors. They cheered with pride at their victory. Is everyone all right? It seems everyone is in good health, apart from a few lacerations and impact wounds. Stay on your guard. We still have the Masked X to deal with. Masked X? He's their leader. He had a cracked mask made out of some kind of stone. A Foundation member? Out here? Foundation? 
Foundation, the criminal organization. Oh, can anyone keep up around here? I've heard of them, but only a few things here and there. Terrorists, right? They're a criminal syndicate, but no one knows much about them. They've been behind a few high-level attacks on government targets, but attacking a low-level training center? Hmm, seems beneath them. Wait, hang on, how do you know so much about them? My father is the head of Oakvale Intelligence, you meathead. He tells me everything. They are all master sorcerers, with powers that can rival the five pillars. Strong as a pillar, huh? Hmm, that means they're on the same level as that guy. Oh, they've never been able to catch one. Apparently, they're all too strong. That's because no one can seem to hold a torch to our power. The students turn to see Skarn on top of the dorms, his emotionless mask lit by the full moon. For the love of another one? Who the hell are you? Name's Skarn. Pleasure to meet you. I should have known my warriors would be no match for a bunch of level threes, but it looks like they chipped away to you pretty well. What do you want with Nova? She's merely a bargaining chip to get something I want, but I can't seem to find your purple-haired friend anywhere. I have no plans of harming her. Now, tell me where she is. I promise I won't harm any of you either. This guy is strong, Ren. We should attack him together. He was able to put up some kind of invisible wall. Huh, you don't have to tell me twice. If this guy's as strong as a pillar, I already know that charging him ain't gonna work. I'm losing my patience, and it's only a matter of time before your teachers come back, and I'd rather not deal with them. So let's end this. Skarn leapt down from the dorm and slammed his hands into the ground. The earth began to shake as the ground beneath them gave way, knocking everyone off their feet. The quake not only affected their footing, but made everyone feel disoriented, as if their whole body was shaking. I tried to play nice, but you chose otherwise. I'll take care of you first. Then the others might change their mind. Briar looked up to see Skarn charging right at her, her vision still fuzzy from his first attack. Her mind was foggy and unfocused. She couldn't think fast enough. Oh, crap, I can't get there in time! Astral beam! A powerful beam of light shot directly at Skarn as he was just able to put up his hands to block. Ugh. An invisible barrier once again stopped the attack, but not strong enough for him to hold his footing as it pushed him back with Nova and Shadow landing right in front of Briar. Ha! Just in time, Twinkles. Oh, you're in trouble now, Stoneface. Nova, I thought you were asleep. I was, but I just needed a short rest. Warlock, Episode 8, Battle at the Dorms, Skarn Attacks. Nova is voiced by Claire Clausen. Ren and Balthazar by Nick Akins. Briar by Jackie Webb. Indy by Marina Hart. Ameka by Daniel Ole. Felix by Layla Ortiz. Rick by Isaac Otterman. Xander by Jeremy Cobb. Kira by Shelby Hall. Skarn by Matthew Quattlebaum. Mendel and Zarian by Zachary Burrell. Taka by Matt Joro. Cole by Vince Perino. Cole was created by Agent Blue Sky and Lorenzo Bonilla in a Discord contest. Special thanks to Wizards of the Coast. Follow us at WarlockDND on Twitter and Instagram. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review on your preferred platform. Thank you for listening. 
behind on Warlock. Scarn sets his eyes on Nova while the rest of Class Red leaps into action to protect her. But will it all be enough? Hey, Twinkles, what the hell is going on? Wait, when did she become so powerful? Things are getting very interesting. I'm actually finding this entertaining. Episode 9, The Lady in Darkness, on Warlock.